We'd rather go save the world. Later, skaters. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Xbox Podcast. It's finally time. I know. I know. I put it off for days and technically weeks and days and, of course, a little bit of weeks. And, oh, yeah, a little bit of days. We are here for the Moon Knight review, finally. Hopefully, you guys had enough time to watch it because I definitely held out to the last second. I'm not like these other podcasts that they watch it and then they immediately review it, you know. I let that shit sit, baby. You know what I'm saying? I do some reviews right after it comes out, uh, but uh, you know, Moon Knight was not one of those. All right, dude. So this show, um, for those of you who do not want spoilers, uh, this will be a spoiler-filled episode. So I'm going to go ahead and say this before you leave. Uh, the show is amazing. I absolutely love it. One of the best Marvel shows out there. And if you don't like Marvel, it is just a really great show from start to finish uh, with very little ties, if any, maybe like one mention of the MCU. You're completely fine jumping in from the beginning and watching it just as a full show and just enjoying Oscar Isaac's beautiful acting. Uh, the rangy shows is ridiculous. But that is the gist of what I think of it. I love it. Uh, I'm, I am going to wait to give the score at the end. So if you want to catch that, I'll talk about it on the next episode um, after I dissect all the episodes and uh just come back for that but for now we will be getting into a spoiler territory so if you haven't watched it don't know why i struggled to say territory uh if you guys if you guys haven't watched it i would wait to listen to this episode maybe come back later after you've checked it out uh 100 recommend that you do watch it before if you were like listening to this to decide i love it go watch it absolutely go watch it so let's start with one thing. Uh, this is this is we're in spoiler territory. That we're just going to dissect each episode. So, as I said, this is your chance. <laughs> Spoilers from here on out. Uh, I want to start off with one thing, and that is I'm not 100% familiar with Moon Knight. I came into the show with very little knowledge. I uh, I knew a little bit. I knew he had DID, which if you don't know what DID is, I have the definition right here because I don't really know what it was either. DID, a disorder characterized by the presence of two or more distinct personality states. Disassociative identity disorder, previously called multiple personality disorder, is usually a reaction to trauma as a way to help a person avoid bad memories. Disassociative identity disorder is characterized by the presence of two or more distinct personality identities. Each may have a unique name, personal history, and characteristics. Treatment is talk therapy. Interesting. Uh, can last for years or be lifelong. Uh, treatment can help, all kinds of shit. So <laughs> if you if you were wondering who that other person was taking over your body this whole time, you probably have DID uh, because there shouldn't be another person in your body. Hey, yo, there's many jokes I can make there, but I'm not gonna. So yeah, I went in with very little knowledge of Moon Knight. I, I knew that he had multiple personalities. I knew one was called Jake. I knew one was called, um, what is it, Stephen Grant and Mark Spector. I know Mark Spector's the main one, uh, and I also know that uh, after like mid-show, I remember my my friend at work was actually saying that uh, Mister Knight, which you see in the show, and Moon Knight are also two other personalities entirely. So the way they mix them together in the show makes it to where Mark Spector's alter ego, in a way, his his battle armor is Moon Knight. Stephen Grant's is Mister Knight. And Jake Lockley may or may not be in the show. Uh, but 
Yeah. Well, we're in spoiler territory. Jake Lockley's in a damn show, man. That, that post credit was crazy. Anyways, uh, we're going to go through each episode and basically cover all the things that, you know, as a as a new watcher going through trying to experience this, um, you're going to get my reaction to each episode because um, it was very, like, up and down. There were a couple of times where I was like, eh, it's all right, but it grew on me, man. It grew on me, man. So the first episode... Uh, let me see if I can... Okay. Stephen Grant learns that he may be a superhero, but may also share a body with the ruthless mercenary, the goldfish problem. So, the first story, um, he has a goldfish that has, like, a Nemo fin, and he is thinking... I mean, the way you introduce him, he's Stephen Grant. That's the first one you meet. And he's just a a happy-go-lucky guy who works at a a place, uh, you know, at at a museum with Egypt objects and whatnot. And then he gets bitten by a radioactive Egyptian spider. And that's how he becomes Moon Knight. No, he basically, uh, is the innocent one. He's the viewer. He's the audience. He's the guy that you're kind of, you're kind of riding with the whole time. Cause you're like, damn, I don't know what's going on. He doesn't know what's going on. So you learn 90% of the, of the narrative through his eyes. Um, a little bit through Mark's, uh, but it's mainly through through Stephen Grant's eyes, um, which is a British. Uh, obviously, that, that, that's kind of how you like distinguish Mark versus versus um, versus what's it called? But uh, one cool thing about this episode is when you know he's driving. I think this is the one he's driving, right? No, he's. Uh, well, it starts off and he he gets to you know he has this weird trippy moment where. He starts blacking out, and you're wondering what happens. It literally just shows him, you know, studying in his house, and then he wakes up in a field, and he keeps hearing this voice, and you find out it's Khonshu, uh, which leads him to run into Harrow, which is the the main villain in this in this show, and he's out there judging people. You know what I'm saying? He's being very judgmental, judgmental, and uh, you have this dope ass scene of him driving away in a truck and he blacks out and then everybody's like dead in the truck like guys like falling out the back of the truck insane uh which makes you wonder i guess maybe that wasn't mark maybe that was jake i'm not i'm not 100 sure but uh going into it i was like all right you know it's fine i I do i like those scenes that that made it a lot more interesting because you start off going who is this next character like who is this other person we haven't met yet um which you turn which turns out to be either jake or mark but and you keep hearing the voice, so you're like, okay, what's going on there? Uh, I guess that's who's doing all the killing. And then, you know, what happens is at the at the end, he gets to finally meet Mark. And Mark is basically like, yo, give me control. Because uh, uh, they find out they can talk through mirrors. And he's like, yeah, give me, the, give me control and I can fix this. And he eventually lets Mark take over because he's being chased by this big Egyptian dog demon thing. And of course, ultimately, it ends the episode, the, the damn episode, with a a full frontal view of Moon Knight in all his glory, just walking towards the camera. Also, before he walks towards the camera, he's beating the dog shit out of the dog. So crazy, crazy, crazy episode! What a start! You get you get some mystery, which uh, clings you on from the get go. Uh, you have Oscar Isaac's crazy British voice, which is actually really impressive. Uh, I'm obviously I'm not from Britain, but that is amazing. Like it's amazing how, how 
his acting makes it to where him just changing his voice makes it seem like he's a completely different character from Mark. And it's shown. Mark just has a English, uh, I guess, American voice, uh, not a traditional English. And uh, you can definitely see the separation between the two. Uh, then you have episode two, Summon the Suit, which is basically what happens in the episode. With little time to react, Steven is thrust into a war of the gods as a mysterious partner arrives. Uh, I believe this is the point where you get introduced in, with uh, Layla, which is the love interest of Mark. Yeah, you find out that that uh, was once his wife, I guess, or they're getting a divorce. I can't remember. They're splitting. I don't think they were wife and husband. I might be way wrong. Um, but basically, more mysteries happening. Uh, Steven's trying to figure out what the hell's going on with them. And you get a lot of good dialogue between Mark and Steven, which is actually pretty dope. Uh, Steven's obviously very wary of Mark. He doesn't really trust him and is just like, who the hell are you? And Mark's like, you don't want to know, Steven. You, you don't want to know. Uh, and he basically reveals that he serves Khonshu, uh, he is his avatar, and he's basically saying, hey, that's what I do, and that's, you know, by that being a fact, it's what you do now. Like, we're, we're just fucking Moon Knight, whatever, you know what I'm saying? We serve Khonshu for a reason. Um, and he's like, oh, the Egyptian guy of the moon. He's like, oh, wow, that's crazy. Um, then, of course, you get one of the first viewings of Kanchu where when he's leaving this uh this storage container he's running away down a hall and you just get a menacing view of Kanchu like he looks so cool uh he has his little moon staff his little cute little moon staff and he's uh a very tall character very menacing uh I didn't think we were gonna get much of this type of like CGI level stuff. Um, I, I didn't think it was going to be so prominent. Like I didn't, I didn't think Kanchu was going to be a big character in the show. Uh, again, I'm not fully familiar with them. So I was like, you know, eh, but, um, still it was, it was amazing to see, right? Like uh, his voice too is amazing. Uh, who, I forgot who did it. Let me look that up real quick. I think it's worth shouting him out because that was that was nuts. Give me a break. Uh, Kanchu, where are you? Ooh, Kanchu, Kanchu, Papi. Uh, it's Kanchu performer. Oh no, here it is. It's uh, his name is Mur uh, F Murray. F Murray. Hmm. Actor F Murray Abraham. F F Murray F F Murray F F. Uh, F -mer, F F F. Uh, he is basically the guy from Mythic Quest. I think he's been in a bunch of stuff, obviously, but he's he is in Mythic Quest. He is the uh, the story guy. He's the guy who writes the story for the games, uh, and he his voice is so bass boosted in the show, and it is lovely. Like off these first two episodes, I was super hyped. You know, the, the second episode came in with a banger. You get a lot more Mark. You get uh, a lot more Harrow. You, you kind of get more of like what his plan is. Uh, you find out that you have this scarab, and that's kind of what Harrow wants. Um, and obviously, that causes some issues. So he is ultimately confronted by Harrow, and then he drops from the building and lands in a superhero pose with Mister Knight's outfit on. It's of course uh, Stephen Grant not knowing what to do because he can't just like willingly go into Mark or whatever. And he, I guess he can like let him take control, but he still doesn't trust him fully. 
and uh, so it leaves him to go. Okay, I just I need I need to I need to do this all myself. I need to I need to get me out of this. Ultimately, they're like, hey, uh, spawn the suit. And that's why where the name of the episode comes from. And he lands, and he's Mister Knight. And of course, it's a little cheesy. He's still got like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what the power is. He's just kind of like, why is this a suit? It's kind of a joke. Uh, like I said in the comics, it's, it's I was told by a a friend that it is a different a different um, personality entirely. So the fact that they turned it into this, where it is his like superhero outfit, it's great. It's phenomenal. It's sick. And I don't know how they keep it so white throughout the show, but it is crispy white. Even though he's falling on the ground, slamming into stuff, uh, you know, there's all kinds of stuff, but he is fresh as shit. Uh, absolutely love it. And the mask, the way the mask glows, ah, oh man. I bet there's going to be a lot of, like, Halloween outfits at parties of this. I already saw somebody make, like, a, a mock uh, mask, which is pretty cool. Uh, but let's move on to the next episode, shall we? No, 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 no. Shall we? Hold on, let me, let me get to it. I'm a freaking idiot. Of course I'm a freaking idiot. But yeah, first episodes were bomb. Then you get the third episode with Mark in the forefront of, uh, and Harrow ahead. Mark and Layla navigate Cairo for intel. Uh, this is the episode where you get a lot of Layla. You get to, you get to know Layla a little bit more. You get to see uh, Mark more in the forefront, beating people up, and you are kind of noticing that he's not like straight up killing a lot of people. He's he's mostly just like what do you call it, incapacitating them, like taking them out a bit, uh, and it, it kind of shows that he's like he's not the same as the one that was in the ice cream truck killing people, or like you know later when they do find bodies, they're like, well, what the hell happened? You know, it's not Mark. He is kind of like not trying to kill people. So that's cool. It's like it ties in with the character uh, pretty well. And I think they did a great job. Um, and then, of course, he's like looking through the knife and he's like, don't do it. Don't do it, Mark. <laughs> don't do it. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you get to see the little council of like gods or whatever. It's basically where Amit would be. Uh, they basically go to warn them that... Uh, Harrow is trying to, Harrow is trying to resurrect Amit, which is, uh, fuck, I forgot what the god that is, but it's basically a bad, evil god, uh, or I guess goddess in this case. Uh, they warn him, they leave, uh, obviously Harrow's, I, I guess it's Harrow's men, uh, they ambush them and they try to take out Layla and Steven, and of course, it doesn't really work out fully, he's got that fresh ass suit, and that ain't stopping nobody. Uh, but ultimately when they get out of that, they're just like, what the fuck is going on? And also like to find the spot where Harrow went because they don't have the scarab thing, which is basically a compass to go back to, uh, where Ahmed's grave is or the tomb, wherever that shit is. Uh, they move back to sky. And of course <sighs> that is a no, no for Khonshu. And you're like, uh Oh, what's happening Khonshu? What are you doing, Step Khonshu? And apparently the guys are like, yeah, if he fucks with the time one more time, he's done. So they put him into a little stick uh, figure, action figure thing, and he is no longer with us. Then 
it goes on to episode four, The Tomb. Mark and Steven must find balance as a supernatural threat ahead. Well, wait, what? Threats? That's a weird way to say it. Mark and Steven must find balance as supernatural threats ahead look to stop them. The Tomb is what it's called. Of course, this is episode four, and obviously it starts off with more Layla and Steven. It eventually leads into what would set up the next episode uh, with Harrow shooting Steven slash Mark slash Jake slash Kanji, whoever the hell. Uh, Steven got shot, and it is assumed he's dead. And then at the end of the episode, you see he's in a psych ward, which is assumed to be like a, a limbo of sorts. And he's getting interviewed by Harrow. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on? And then you find all these other tombs in there that have the other personalities. And then, of course, it ends with Mark and Steven trying to escape. And they run into what's-her-face. God damn it. <laughs> I already forgot it. Uh, what a towerette. That's it. Ta- towerette, which is the hippo goddess. And uh, what a weird way to end an episode. You're like, what the fuck is going on? And I think... It leads into my favorite episode of the whole show, I think. Well, second favorite. Well, tied. These last two episodes are bangers. I will say that the first two episodes were a great setup. The middle two were okay. I thought the, the the third one was all right, and the fourth one was like probably the weakest, the slowest point, because it felt like it was stuck in between two big story points where I wanted to check out, um, and unfortunately... It was, it was more of a setup episode than it was an actual episode. So the fifth one called Asylum, Mark and Steven search through their memories to find their truth or become left behind. This is where Oscar Isaac shines. You get most of the acting here. You get the backstory of the character. You get why he created Steven Grant. You get the, you get the trauma he was dealing with. You get um, emotional emotional separation of like Mark becoming his own person, Steven getting all the answers he needs and ultimately ending that episode with Mark and Steven separating by Steven being sacrificed. So Mark can get back to the uh, earth. Unfortunately in doing so, uh, it made it to where he is not whole in a way. Like he, he obviously, uh, he liked having Steven around and he he wanted to have him there uh, because to get basically back to Earth, I guess, or to the next stage, they needed to balance their scales and he ultimately sacrificed himself so they could be balanced. And this is to get to the field of reeds, not Earth, obviously. Uh, so once he does that, he gets to go to the field of reeds and then he, he goes, hey, Fuck all that. I need Steven. Uh, so he goes back and gets Steven in the next episode, which is called... And I don't... You know, you guys get the gist of my recap. You guys seen it, if, you've, if you're listening to this. And the sixth one, it's called Gods and Monsters. As Moon Knight joins the fray, Mark and Steven and Kanchu must work together uh, to stop Amit. So this one... Ooh. This one starts off with... The resurrection of Steven slash Mark. Uh, you get this amazing scene of uh, Layla basically following Harrow. And she's like, she's trying to go take him out. Or trying to do something to where she can like basically kill him. It sounds like she's, she wants to just like take him out herself. 
he's killing people around him, judging people. They're being judged. They're getting killed. Uh, as she's walking by the bodies, Tarot is walk or is talking through the bodies to her, like, "Hey, you know, we da 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 da. I can help you." And uh, this ultimately leads her to teaming up with Amit or uh, Amit uh, Tarot later. You get amazing CGI work with Harrow talking to Amit, and Amit looks menacing as shit. Uh, she's like got these long dreads, this alligator body, and uh, the CGI is great here. It looks it looks really fucking good. Um, but even Harrow is just like, hey, if you got to judge me, judge me. And she's like, no, you're wor- you're a worthy avatar, so just do your shit. Then uh, Layla brings back Conchu to save Mark's life, leading him to become whole. And he's back in the real world uh, after he saves himself, or I guess saves Steven from the sands that he was once encapsulated in. And then you get amazing fighting between Conchu and Amit. Uh, you get to see an, uh, you know the suit up of Mr. Knight slash Moon Knight. You get to see them work in perfect harmony. And they get to kind of cut a deal with Moon or with uh, Conchu, which is fucking awesome. Where they're basically like, hey, we got to do this new deal. You let us go when we're done here. And he's like, cool, whatever. He's like, all right, my G, cool. Then my favorite scene of the... <laughs> yeah, I will say this is my favorite scene. Where, where Layla is walking down the hall. And she keeps getting possessed by Tara. And Tara's like really excited to have her as an avatar. So she keeps going like... She's like, oh my god, you're going to be my avatar. And then it switches back to her. And she's like, what the hell is going on? And uh, her acting is phenomenal, bro. Like she, she switches personalities just as well as uh, Mark and Steven. Like they're the act. Whoever is whoever is, I guess directing this is just bodying like every little scene. Uh, even cinematically, I guess whoever's working the photography or the the cinematography, uh, there are scenes like whenever Harrow's fighting Moon Knight, Moon Knight, or um, no, it's Mister Knight. Mr. Knight tosses the baton. The baton gets deflected. It comes back, and it's Moon Knight that catches it and keeps beating people's ass. Uh, then during that scene, you see in the background behind Harrow, Conchu and Amit just, like, beating the shit out of each other. And they are, like, titans, like, super high in, in the sky. And, of course, Conchu uh, also controls the moon. So, fucking Moon Knight's, like, peak strength right now. And uh, he's, like, flying around and shit. And it, it is just bizarre how this show had like a perfect climax and not only that it set up something that could potentially lead into a season two which is my my favorite part of it to be honest uh it goes into the final battle scene well first of all you get the layla suit up scene which is my favorite part uh because or i guess my favorite part is when she's talking in the hallway then she gets the suit and that suit is badass. Uh, she's a Scarlet Crimson Scarab, I think is what her comic name is. And uh, you just get you get punchy punchy throughout the whole fucking episode. They're just fighting each other nonstop. And I have no complaints really with this episode. It's so fucking awesome. Uh, I lied. I have one complaint. My only complaint is that the use of Jake Lockley. So it is the big surprise that the third personality they kept teasing throughout the show... Jake Lockley was going to be the, like, that's who it was, but they didn't say anything about him yet, obviously. He wasn't introduced. He wasn't even mentioned. It was just like, hey, there's something else going on 
What was that? They blacked out. People are dead. They're like, what happened? They do it again for the final, uh, the final villain, the final boss. And I'm like, I'm iffy on if I liked it, you know? I'm iffy on if... I feel like you got a lot of punchy-punchy of the final, you know, battle with Harrow. But I wanted to see him, them actually take him out. Like, maybe lay in the final blow. Uh, what you get to see is uh, he blacks out and then all of a sudden uh, Harrow is, like, about to die. Like, he, he stops he stops Jake right before he actually kills him. So you're like, okay, uh, I think that alone without the post-credits, I was like, that kind of sucks. I kind of wish they would show more of the final battle uh, and uh, I'd, I'd be a lot more satisfied with them like actually showing more of him getting taken out. But it gets paid off in the end with the post-credits showing Jake Lockley going, hey, this is the guy. Um, obviously, they alluded to Conchu being kind of like a... Uh, not really a reliable source. He kind of just wants his own thing. He wants his avatar to do his bidding, and that's it. And uh, this leads to the end where he basically makes a deal with uh, Jake. And that's the workaround from him being able to keep his promise to Steven and, and Mark of, like, not, uh, you know, leaving them alone. Uh, but not them not knowing that Jake is also going to be, you know, <laughs> taking things up from from there. Uh, so it leaves on a perfect note, you know, Harrow isn't dead. And then it, Jake Lockley shows up and he's like, Hey, look at my new avatar. And then Jake kills him. Beautiful. Such a badass scene, uh, and a, and a nice little stamp to the, to the whole show. Um, but it also kind of sets up a whole nother season. Like if they could do a whole nother thing with this and I really hope they do because they, Knocked the show out of the park. For a character I never really cared about or I never really knew about, they made him so badass. They didn't make him feel like a Batman ripoff. They didn't make him feel like any other superhero. He he felt grossly unique. And uh, the way they also tied in Mr. Knight into his battle scheme and also tied in the Crimson uh, Scarab. I hope I'm saying that right. Scarlet Scarab or Crimson Scarab with Layla. Uh, and seeing actually seeing Khonshu and like some of these Egyptian gods battle, uh, and also they have the big wall of the other gods that were like encapsulated as action figures. So you're like, you know, there could be more. There could be more gods they cover next season. They could uh, show their battle internally with Khonshu uh, and Jake. They can, I mean, th- there's so much they can kind of cover there, <clears throat> and also they can kind of maybe even implement some more MCU stuff. Maybe make him more of a mainstay character. Uh, because Oscar Isaac fucking bodied him, like really, like he is probably no bullshit. I'm, I'm not even gonna like sugarcoat this. And this has been two like week or two, what two weeks? It's been two weeks, maybe even three weeks. Damn, uh, since it came out, since it finished. I think he's he's like my favorite thing in Marvel right now. Like if they bring him into uh, the MCU, I would be so happy. Like the fact that he's not directly tied right now is kind of upsetting, but. Uh, he's such a badass character that like I, I absolutely love every aspect about what he looks like, his outfits, his uh, Stephen Grant. Like I loved every single thing about this show, and they only got it only got better as you watched it. So, man, and also it also have, potentially has one of the only fuck yous, literally a character saying fuck you, in Marvel MCU history. So that's pretty cool. Uh, it's hard to hear, and they don't subtitle it, 
But when he's yelling at himself in the mirror near the end, I forgot uh, when he's on the streets and he's he's like uh, at that fountain and the fountain has a mirror and he's yeah he's like screaming at Steven through it. Apparently he says like shut the fuck up or something like that. Uh, but when he says it, it doesn't subtitle it, so you don't know he's saying it. But uh, and he's kind of like saying it together, like shut up, so you can't really like hear it. But apparently he did say it there. Anyways, I. Hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you guys watched the show, man. Uh, if you guys haven't watched it and you just listen to me babble about each episode, you're crazy. Go watch it now. And the X Button Podcast score. I mean, I honestly have it on par with Loki, and that's my favorite Disney Plus show. So it'd have to be a ten out of ten for me. I, you know, I think the only drawback was the final battle with Harrow, uh, in terms of like the final blow. Uh. And the lack of information going forward, I think, is also a bummer. I'd like to know if there's going to be some MCU presence or some Season 2. I I hope for all of that. So, really hoping to get more. And, uh, yeah, I I would say it's like a 9 or a 10. I don't really remember what I gave Loki. If I I gave Loki a score, Loki's a 10. I'd give this a 10. It's it's beautiful. Go watch it. I hope you guys had a... Uh, fun time on this episode. I will see you guys on the next one and I appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Check back for more video game content, more movie content, more TV show content and go watch Moon Knight for the love of God. I said it like 30 times this episode. What are you doing?